Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our Ohio State Lightning Round, our Buckeye headlines for uh, its signing day week. It's the late signing period. So Ohio State signed one person to wrap up their 25-person class. That's what they did on Wednesday on National Signing Day. And these are the important things going on with the Buckeyes, brought to you by Buckeye Talk from Cleveland.com, Doug Maurice, Nathan Baird, and Stephen Means. Ohio State finished fifth in the final recruiting rankings in the class of 2020. The Buckeyes added one player to get to their 25-person class. Stephen Means, how does that fit in nationally with the powerhouse programs that Ohio State is competing against? Yeah, so they finished fifth in the country in the, in the final rankings, first in the Big Ten. As far as the country, Georgia was number one, Alabama was second, Clemson was third, and LSU was number four. So we know the 2019 recruiting class was a little hinky for Ohio State. It was a smaller group anyway, plus there was a transition from Urban Meyer to Ryan Day. But in 2017 and 2018, both those years, Ohio State was number two in the nation. What do you think at number five in the nation? Ryan Day's first full recruiting class. I think it's solid given what they tried to accomplish. They went and got some national big-time guys like Julian Fleming, the number one wide receiver in the country. But then they got Ohio's best players, Paris Johnson Jr., the number one offensive tackle in the country. They went and got Legend Cavazzo, those guys that they had to reaffirm who were already committed when Urban Meyer was still the coach. And then recommitted or like had to reaffirm their commitment once Ryan Day became the head coach. But then they also got some three-star guy development guys where those guys are going to be here four and five years and can be the senior leaders at that point. So they got a good mixture of great players from Ohio, some solid guys from a national standpoint, but then also some guys who are going to be three-year guys and then four or five-year guys as well. And now it's on to the 2021 recruiting class. Mm-hmm. How many guys they got so far on that one? They're at, they're at not 10. Ten. Ten. Yeah, they just got their 10th commitment. Right now, that's headlined by Jack Sawyer, another Ohio guy, the number two player in the country. All right. Doing pretty good. Make sure you continue to follow all of our recruiting coverage at Cleveland.com and by listening to our full Buckeye Talk podcast. One player that Ohio State signed on the late National Signing Day, Cam Martinez, the two-time player of the year in the state of Michigan. He had been committed to Ohio State. Ohio State assistant Jeff Halfley left and he was a little uncertain they hired Kerry Combs they got him back locked down Nathan how how big of a deal is it for Ohio State to to sign Cam Martinez to lock this guy up and and how do you think he's going to be used by the Buckeyes well the importance I think was amplified a little bit by another defensive back commit Clark Phillips 
flipping to Utah back during the early signing period. And that put some more pressure on Ohio State to lock up Martinez. At the time, we thought it was because they really needed that other defensive back with, with defensive, you know, three defensive back starters leaving the program this year. They needed to replenish that. Today, Ryan Day kind of revealed that Cameron Martinez is going to start off on both sides of the ball, kind of getting a feel for where he might ultimately fit. So will he be a defensive back long-term? Will he be an H-back long-term? Will he be able to slide in somewhere else? I think that remains to be seen. But I, they really obviously like him. Ryan Day called him. You know, he's going to say these things about his own recruits, I suppose, but thought he was one of the most under-recruited guys in the country. You know, two-time Michigan uh, Gatorade Player of the Year. He's obviously got some talent. I think it's going to be interesting to watch where he eventually develops, where Michigan or Ohio State thinks they can fit him here in the coming years. And important for guys with versatility, you've got to figure out where you're going to play so you don't get lost. So they're going to have to decide at some point, offense or defense, where he's going to be. And that's probably going to be determined in some part by where the need is for the Buckeyes going forward. Yeah, this roster could look a little different even by just this fall as far as where they need someone immediately for not just a depth chart situation, but even just practices, that sort of thing. 14 early enrollees for the Buckeyes met with reporters on National Signing Day, and people are always interested in who's like the most impressive guy. So Doug Maurice, Nathan Baird, Stephen Means from Cleveland.com, we all talked to a bunch of these guys. I will tell you that one of the most intriguing guys I talked to was Court Williams from California, who I know there is already talk among the coaches at Ohio State about this guy being a future captain. This is the kind of impact he has, the kind of presence he has. He has a clear plan for his life. He was very open to going out of state. Um, A lot of guys in California are leaving that state right now to look for opportunities to win national titles elsewhere. But he sort of said it didn't matter what was going on with California schools. He just had like a big picture view on things. So I think Court Williams, he might be a safety. He might be an outside linebacker. He's starting off with the safeties now. He said he'll play some linebacker. They have to figure out, again, how to use this guy. But I think Court Williams is a guy that will have an impact as a leader at Ohio State in years to come. He is a guy to follow. And you can follow him by listening to our Buckeye Talk podcast or by reading cleveland.com slash OSU. Ohio State made two assistant coaching changes this offseason. We covered them at cleveland.com. Those coaches spoke with the media. Corey Dennis was one of them. He is Urban Meyer's son-in-law. He is the new quarterbacks coach for the Ohio State Buckeyes. You have already read about this at Cleveland.com. We have talked extensively about this on our Buckeye Talk podcast. But Doug Maurice with Stephen Means. Stephen, what was your impression of Corey Dennis the first time he spoke with reporters this week? Yeah, it looked like a guy who got, you know, was a little like taken back by the moment. That was his first time speaking to reporters. He's, obviously, he's been around the pro- program as a quality control, but this is this was his first time as an assistant coach speaking to reporters. You could tell you know, he forgot a question at some points. He kind of stumbled through a lot of his answers a lot of times. And obviously, you don't look too much into it, but it is a little something that. An assistant coach at Ohio State, this is the first time he got a chance to speak in front of media, and it wasn't necessarily the best impression somebody can give. He is coaching, obviously, a very important position for the Buckeyes, but quarterback is the position where Ryan Day, the head coach, has a lot of expertise. That's why Ryan Day was willing to take a risk with a younger coach there. But again, you can tell this is a guy who is sort of starting to grow into the job. 
Yeah, well, and, and you know what? Like, you, you read it in this out, yeah, you want to, it's a bad first impression, but we won't really know whether or not this was a good or bad hire until, like, the first real impression is going to be on the spring game when we see how the backups are doing in comparison with Justin Fields is able to do as a starter. Make sure you continue to listen to our Buckeye Talk podcast for more updates on Ohio State football. One assistant coach who spoke with reporters on Wednesday on National Signing Day was a familiar face to most of the people in the room. Kerry Combs, who was a, an assistant at Ohio State for six years, then went to the NFL with the Tennessee Titans, now is back, uh, more than doubled his salary, went from the cornerbacks coach to now the defensive coordinator, Doug Maurice with Nathan Baird. Nathan, you had not covered Kerry Combs previously. I was here for his full tenure. So I'm interested in your first impression of this guy who has a reputation as a bundle of energy. Well, yeah, I think you saw that on display. I wasn't in the team room when he did his sort of podium uh, session, but, you know, hearing him, you know, uh, calling out to Gene Smith in the hall, like, hey, I'm back, and raising his hands. And, um, yeah, you saw that exuberance from the first day and from everything we've heard that that doesn't really um, – Diminish in the coming days and weeks and months, uh, assuming he's here that long, which is something else I guess we talked about on the on the full pod. What what do you think um, is the kind of impact that he can have? Jeff Halfley was a guy who was well respected as a one year defensive coordinator at Ohio State. He left to be the head coach at Boston College. That was a loss for Ohio State, but to get this guy back. Someone they know who's been a good recruiter, who's been a good developer of talent. How big of a deal do you think that was? Well, this is obviously going to be the first time where he's been a, a full-time calling a defense defensive coordinator. But I almost think that the more important role for him, certainly in the short term, is getting the most he can out of the defensive backs that are left in this class. I mean, they know Sean Wade is strong. They know what they're going to get from him. There's a lot of other guys, as we've talked about plenty, that it's going to be their first time getting full-time responsibility, being out front at the top of this depth chart. He's got to make some of those guys into legitimate first-string Big Ten defensive backs. Read more about Kerry Combs at cleveland.com slash OSU and hear an even more in-depth discussion about the new Ohio State assistant coaches on our Buckeye Talk podcast out every Wednesday wherever you subscribe to podcasts.